0: This is Harriet Kammock, the host of Down to Earth, the show in which we talk about the issues that matter. And today, I want to talk with you about this grace and peace to you all. It's one of the scriptures that is found in the first epistle of Paul to the Corinthians and to the people who lived in the town of Corinth in the New Testament. And it is a message in which he talks about grace and And peace. And I know you may have heard this saying. You may have heard it. People say grace and peace. But what does it mean? And why do we need grace and peace, especially at this time? It is 2023, and 2023 is fast coming to a wrap. And because it is coming to a wrap, our world seems to be inundated with activities that are making all of us uncomfortable. I think we've just sort of been so overstimulated too traumatized, that we are now beginning to tune out the voices. There's so many. There's wars here, there. There's all kinds of stuff going on. The elections here that are going to take place next year. Inflation at an all-time high. And we seem to be just barreling towards an end. We don't know what it is, but it seems as if we're just evolving. I was just in South Carolina with family for Thanksgiving, and it was interesting, the weather, yeah, to see climate change. And then I came back to Michigan, and I came back home, and it's cold, and now it's 40 degrees. So you begin to realize that something is off about the planet. At this time of the year, we in Michigan are supposed to be huddled. We should have feet of snow on the ground, but where is that? And so as you look at all these things, you know, you want to say, well, it whether it's cyclical, a hundred years ago, we might have had something similar. But all of this is making us all uncomfortable. So I just want to say in this season, as we go through Christmas, having gotten through Thanksgiving for the remainder of the holiday season here in the United States and around the world, I just want to say grace and peace to all people. Amen? Amen. And I'm going to introduce my scriptures to you in just a moment. But first, if this is your first time watching us or listening to us, I just want to tell you a little bit about who we are. I am Harriet Kamek. I'm not just a speaker or a preacher. I'm also an author. You can find more information about me on the web, anywhere, online, as well as by going to my website, the ExodusFoundation.com, as well as following me on social media. So today, <clears throat> excuse me if my voice goes off a little bit. We're having a bit of a, you know holidays change of seasons, seasonal temperatures, impacting health. We're human, organically made human beings. Amen? Amen. So I want to talk with you about grace and peace. And I'm going to do so from 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 1 to 3. And I'm reading as usual, from the New King James Version of the Bible. And it reads like this listen to this. This is Paul the Apostle writing to the people at Corinth. And it says, Paul, I Paul, called to be an apostle of Jesus Christ through the will of God, and Sustenes our brother, to the church of God which is at Corinth, to those who are sanctified in Christ Jesus, called to be saints with all who in every place. Call on the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, both years and ours. Grace to you and peace from God, our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, in Jesus' name, let me decrease so that you might increase. May the words of our mouths and the meditations of our hearts find acceptance in your sight, O oh Lord, my strength and my redeemer. I pray right now for someone watching For someone listening to this broadcast, that the peace of God overtake them this holiday season. I pray for grace to be upon all of us, all humans, everywhere on the planet that grace and peace beyond Israel, grace and peace beyond the people in Gaza, grace and peace beyond Russia, grace and peace beyond President Putin, grace and peace beyond President Biden, grace and peace beyond President Zi from China. Grace and peace beyond the people in Ukraine. Grace and peace beyond the people in Yemen. Grace and peace beyond the people in the Gaza Strip. Grace and peace beyond the people in Jordan. Grace and peace beyond the people in Ethiopia. Grace and peace beyond the people in Sudan. Grace and more grace and more grace from our Lord Jesus Christ. May the peace of God be on all our hearts. May the peace of God be on people in hospital rooms. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be on people who need a healing right now. In the name of Jesus, grace and peace be on our homes. Grace and peace in our workspaces. Grace and peace as we party this year, New Year's Eve. Grace and peace be on all people. Grace and peace as we go to the banks to renegotiate an extension to our loans. Grace and peace be on our businesses. Grace and peace be on our minds. May the peace of God overtake us and may the grace, the enduring grace, the performing grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be upon us all. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. It took me, this was such a very simple scripture as it introduces Paul to the people of Corinth. And as he wrote this letter to the people, he wrote with much passion, being convicted of who he is. Notice what he says. He says, I, Paul, called to be an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God. It's much like many of us. I can sit here and say, I, Harriet Kamuk, called to be a minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ by the will of God. In the same way that I now in this time come to speak grace and peace, knowing that I have come by the will of God to tell you grace and peace, much like Paul did to the people at Corinth to bring them the message of grace and peace. Notice what it says in verse 2. It says the church at Corinth. And he says to those who are sanctified in Christ Jesus, all of us who believe, All of us who believe in God, we believe that God is our father. We believe in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Peace, therefore, comes from God. This is a time and a critical time in our history. It's a critical time for humanity. We have billionaires who are flying through the earth wanting to be world leaders they misappropriate their role, that you are running corporations, you are not running governments. Two different ideologies, two different things. How do I know? Because we tried that experiment here in the American democratic experiment or the American form of democracy in 2016 and it failed miserably. You cannot transplant a leader from business and put them to run governments. Why? Because governments require Diplomacy. Governments require thinking about what is for the people. When you run a corporation, what are you thinking about your bottom line? You're thinking about what will make your company profitable. Often the two, they're not the same. So therefore, you can't have people who figure they're billionaires and suddenly think that they're holding the reins over people's lives and they can launch satellites. So therefore, now suddenly, they have become a world leader. They're usurping the role of governments. There is a reason why governments are in place. Governments look out at the uh, the, the affairs of the people. I'll tell you a funny story. Just last night, my daughter introduced me to an idea I had never read. And I consider myself fairly read. And she told me about the Taliban, who having control now over Afghanistan, the people who were once freedom fighters, now find themselves in the position of government. So in order, they have found that there is such a difference between running around in the desert, firing weapons, and thinking that that's freedom, And now they actually have to administrate. They found that the calling was different. And many of them were shying from the roles because it's really not the responsibility that they wanted. One of them actually said to be responsible, to feed people is a greater responsibility than ever before. So I say all of this to say grace and peace. May it fall upon the billionaires of this world who believe that they want to run governments. And they want to tell governments how to run the affairs of people. And in the end, people suffer. We can't have divisive. See the difference? You can't be on social media as a billionaire and say words that incur anti-Semitism, that incur what? Division. See, governments don't speak like that. Do you see what I'm saying? The government of this country, the government of France, the government of Britain, they can't afford to speak words that do what? Divide their populations because it has ramifications. So I say now grace and peace be on all the billionaires who are want to be world leaders. I pray the grace of Jesus Christ come upon you so you understand that your role is to run your cooperation and leave the governing to the government. Let the government run their country. They know what they're doing. They're schooled in it. I may not agree with all their decisions, but what I have found is just like the Muhadine in Afghanistan and the Tal- the former Taliban, they're you not know, finding that there is a great distinction. Do you see what I mean? If for just a moment we can have grace and peace for just a few weeks. Can we just have grace and peace as we contemplate life? Last night, my, in my home, my daughter was asking me, what was America like before 2001? And I said to her, it was halcyonic. It looked like Disneyland now. It looks like it was a Magic Kingdom now compared to what we have going on. Between those halcyonic years, between 1991 to 2001, it You could do anything. You could be anything you want to be. I said to her, I wish we could get back to that. I imagine that many people in the world may not have had that experience. Maybe that is why people wanted to emigrate to places like here in the United States, Canada, and the Western world. And I understand we're not talking about the politics of colonization today. We're not talking about the politics of supremacy that existed that has colonized other countries and robbed them of their natural resources. That's another story for another day and another time. But suffice it to say that all we want right now is peace. And we recognize that for the peace of God to come, there has to be the grace of Jesus Christ. I don't expect that you might be of a different religious persuasion. I'm not expecting you to say, "Well, I'm Buddhist, I'm you know Islam, I'm whatever." and I probably don't subscribe to the ideology of Christianity, because frankly, the examples and the more popular examples of Christianity that you're seeing certainly do not lend themselves to you wanting any kind of affinity. I understand that, but I beg of you to listen to these simple words in first Corinthians chapter one, verses one to three, grace and peace. Anywhere we are in the world, no matter what language, no matter what culture, no matter what we believe, no matter what we look like, how we dress, how we conduct the affairs of our lives. There's one thing that we all can relate to grace and peace. If world leaders, for instance, can show grace, if the leaders of Ethiopia and the Sudan, if whether you call yourselves the revolutionary, you think you have a right to do what you do, or you call yourself the rebel, or you call yourself the government of the people, if you can, for just a moment, exercise grace, build a bridge, stretch out the olive branch, Build a bridge for peace to come in over your people. I pray grace upon you and peace beyond to all people everywhere this season. It doesn't matter to me where you come from. At this moment in time, it doesn't matter to God. Frankly, it never really did. The people whom God answered were the people who called on him. That's what the Bible says. They that call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So the people who are looking up and are desperate, who are saying, I want peace. Please, oh God, can you hear us? Grace and peace, I decree unto you. People in our homes, let's start right here at home. Can we have grace and peace in our hearts? If we have grace and peace in our hearts, we're going to do what? Solicit grace and peace in our communities, in our homes, in our communities. I know, for instance, that I started with it. I, have you heard through my broadcast, through the books I've written, has been some, I'm someone who has endured much travail, especially in family. Have, that's something we can all relate to. Family is not always hunky-dory, lovey-lovey family is family. I have endured some. Sometimes I have found that in order for me to have peace, come on, we had to stay away from some members of our family, living witness right here. But I found myself recently explaining to some of my family members, and they're like, why do you want to reach out to so-and-so? And I said, because it is important to build a bridge for us to navigate the relationships I have to build a bridge for us to start the conversation and he said oh and I said yes it's called peace in other words if I'm going to talk to you about peace then I have to be the one who demonstrates peace in my own relationships around me in the people around me is it hard to do you bet it is But I have found it has nothing to do with ego. It has to do with commonality. I want to make the world I live in a better place. I want when people walk away from me, they walk away having experienced grace and peace. Now, that is not an invitation for people with nefarious intentions to try me. You may not want to try me because you will find something else if you do get on that side. And I know many of us are like that. But what we want is grace and peace. I want grace and peace upon law enforcement officers everywhere. I want grace and peace to all police departments everywhere. Grace and peace to all sheriffs. This is a holiday season. People are going to be out of their minds with worry because they can't provide for their families. People are going to be tried and proven. There are employers who are going to fire people during a holiday season, causing disruption in family affairs. Some people are going to take up weapons to come back to exercise the judgment and to work out their angst and their anger. I speak grace and peace upon police officers who have to be called to scenes of violence, who have to be called to scenes of domestic violence, and who have to be called to go rescue people who say, My husband, my spouse, My former co-worker has come back with a gun in his hand. Grace and peace. I even speak grace and peace to public policymakers right now who are going to have to make that difficult decision. They're going to increase taxes. They're going to increase what we pay. Inflation is going to go up. Why? Because the whole world is at war. Everywhere there's war. And look at it this way, my friends. It makes no sense we point fingers because one thing we do know, what do we know? Somebody somewhere has to what? Pay for it. Guess who does? We are. That is why inflation is so high. The, con- the companies that provide goods and services are being asked by the government to make contributions to the war efforts that we have undertaken. There's war everywhere in the world and the companies have to, they charge us back. They're telling us that goods and services cost more. It's because somebody has to pay for the war effort. I feel that in four to five years, this is going to change. I hope it changes for the better. I believe it will. In the meantime, grace and peace to everyone. If you are walking down the street this holiday season and you see the Salvation Army kettle, grace and peace, even if it's just 10 cents, put it in that kettle it will make a difference if you're walking down the street and you see someone on the corner if you don't want to go in your pocket because you don't want to become targeted say these words to someone grace and peace be upon you if you're in Starbucks in Dunkin Donuts or anywhere that we congregate as we buy hot beverages cold beverages if you're in McDonald's Burger King do what? Grace and peace to the person in front of you. If you can't pay for somebody behind you. I know they do that at Starbucks a lot, but I want to see it happen at Dunkin' Donuts more and in a McDonald's line more. I want to see it happen in a Bojangles line more. Grace and peace If you go to Walmart or Target and you see a woman buying groceries and she's looking worriedly at the cash register and she's putting stuff back, may the peace of God and the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ overtake you to help someone this holiday season. I pray (coughs) that as you look into your wallet and you look at your credit cards and you recognize that you can make a difference in someone's life, that you pick up one of those cards. And you make a difference to someone. May the peace of God and grace be upon you. I pray that you go to a hospital. And as you go to a hospital, you think about, there must be children in this hospital. Maybe you're visiting a relative in the hospital. And while we pray for the healing of your relative, I pray that you ask the hospital, is there a children's wing? And that you go and be a blessing. May the peace of God and grace be upon you. Maybe you go to the hospital and the people who are attending to your relative, you look around and you say to someone, can I be a blessing? Can I buy you all Starbucks? Maybe you leave something that can buy someone Starbucks or you order something for someone, pizza, I don't care. It is the demonstration of the grace and peace. How about we're driving? Yeah. How about we become so courteous to one another? That we literally allow people to join the freeway instead of driving down in anger and huh. I know that it's getting really tight. Inflation has eaten up all of our excess funds. All of us have had to make adjustments on our spending. But I ask you this holiday season if you find yourself with excess, be a blessing to someone else. Grace and peace be upon someone. I know that there are people in your family you haven't spoken to in years because of the egregious acts that they have committed upon you. I know that the pain hurts. I know that time has given you the lens of wisdom and time has given you the lens of grace. Forgiving someone does not mean they're getting away with it. Forgiving someone means you are releasing the pain so it does not become a problem to you so that you do not have to worry about them or think about them, release it. Does it mean that the action never happened? No, it just means that for you to survive in your own skin and to live with what happened to you, the reality of what happened to you, let it go. It's too much. There are too many people at this point of the year who I find are survivors of terrific, traumatic childhood events and episodes. At this time of the year, excuse me, it gets really hard. It gets really tough to be reconciled to family while at the same time recognizing that you're human and you require a human connection. It would be nice to know that there are family members that you can spend Christmas with. Someone will pick up the phone and say, hey, how is it going? How are you doing this holiday season? How are you going to spend Christmas? But you can't because of the horrific things that happen. I speak grace and peace. I know many of us cannot forgive people who have hurt us horribly. They have, in fact, caused such extreme harm. Grace and peace. There are people who had to flee their homeland and cannot return. And now are sitting on the other side. It's like standing on the other side of the of of the of the river and watching what is happening to your homeland and you can't go back there. I speak grace and peace to us all. Peace comes from God. Yeah? That's the first thing we need to recognize. For us to have peace, we have to know God. We have to allow God to come into our hearts into our minds. We have to allow God to take over the machinations of our minds so that the mechanics that work and the mechanisms that promote peace begin to enter. We have to allow God to help us to go to a negotiating table and negotiate a settlement between spouses who it's not, it was war in the home and even more egregious as you dissolve the marriage. It becomes even more hurtful. Often we're making decisions out of our deepest pain, but we are so egotistic, we fail to acknowledge it. Sometimes just saying to someone, you hurt me and that action caused me pain is enough to release it. Grace and peace be upon us all. You know why I can talk about this? A few years ago in November of 2016, it was November 7th, of 2016, I found myself in a place where I had no grace, nor peace. They had taken my clothes, family members, a close sibling, a sibling, took my clothes, mine and my daughters, as we were living in my mother's house. That event tore us apart. For five years, I did not speak to anyone. I could not. It was the most hurtful thing to come home after a day out and have no clothes in the middle of a Midwestern winter. But I am a minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Guess who had to extend grace and peace? Yeah. Was it the hardest thing to do? You know what? Once I began thinking about it, it wasn't that hard at all. I found that I could look at people Through the lens of time. And once I could look at people. I realized they needed more grace and peace. Than I did. And so I extended the olive branch. And built a bridge. For us to start communicating. It took me time. But it did. Maybe it's you who is sitting there. And you're listening to all this talk. About grace and peace. And you're like Harriet you have no idea. What they did. What I just told you. It's just the beginning of the things that they did. All the stuff they did, it's too numerous to mention. Even my own children had to say to me, what are you doing? Are you crazy? Other family members, like you're talking to them. Don't trust them. Have nothing to say. And I said this, I have to build a bridge for peace to walk over. In this holiday season, would you do that? Would you build a bridge for peace to walk over? Would you be the grace, that cord that ties us to peace, the grace that binds our hearts and knit our hearts together in Christian love, knit our hearts together in the brotherhood of humanity? Could you do that? I pray peace upon you. And I ask you to consider, extend even to the person who has hurt you the most. Even to the people who have robbed you of everything. The people who pulled the plug out from under you. The people who took everything and walked away as if you were nothing and walked away. And they lived and enjoyed their lives while you were struggling and suffering. Living witness, grace and peace. Let them go. Let peace of God be upon your heart. It will dissolve that. So let me pray for you. In Jesus' name, Father, in Jesus' name, I speak grace and peace to my friends who are watching and my friends who are listening. I speak grace and peace in every situation, in everything that you do. And may the peace of God be upon you. And I speak peace to all people everywhere. In Jesus' name, In Jesus' name, be blessed.